Here at Gays Talking Straight, we care about your overall health and well-being. We are not medical experts or healthcare professionals. Nothing we say should be construed as medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your health or well-being, please contact your healthcare provider. Welcome to Gays Talking Straight. I'm your host, Richard Lamberti. I'm here with Carlos Caraballo. Thank you for coming today. Welcome. Pleasure to be here. We're going to have a conversation about pretending. About pretending to be something or someone that you're not. Right. So tell me about your story. What happened? Um, so I was in a relationship for um, two and a half, going on three years. Um, and uh, we, you know, started dating. And then when it came to, you know, the whole sex part... Um, I, I made it very clear that I was a top and he was a top. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of just started, you know, giving in to the whole bottoming thing. And, um, I just found myself really bottoming the entire time for him. And I just came to a point where it just, you know, wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling. It's not something that I wanted, but I kept doing it. So let, let's talk about that. You, you met, mm -hmm. you learned pretty soon on. Mm -hmm. Right, you're a top. He's a top. Yeah, it was like like that first date material, mm -hmm. pretty much, right? Yeah. But you liked each other, mm -hmm. and you wanted to build that relationship. What were you hoping would happen? Um, I was hoping that kind of you know we would work it out, and that you know eventually, you know, we would kind of just he make middle the same and... sacrifice as you, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and. End. So you're hoping that, that, you know, you're willing to bottom for him because that would make him happy. Right. Okay. Did it make you happy? No. And you were hoping that he would do the same thing for you, that he would care enough about your happiness right. that he would be willing to do that too. There had to be some messages along the way. I mean, two and a half going on three years is a long time to be pretending and waiting what were what were those messages that you weren't listening to that that let you stay in that relationship or maybe look at it this way what were you saying to yourself that wasn't really true you know i kind of just uh you know i thought that i would you know grow into it and that i would get used to that and that i would eventually like kind of enjoy uh doing that but i never seemed to kind of get over the uncomfortable <laughs> part of repairing and bottom and doing all of that stuff that I just did not like to do. And I just thought it eventually it would kind of, you know, so, so you'd get used to it, right. That you'd learn to enjoy it. Right. Okay. And you know, not everybody's a bottom Yeah. <laughs> and not every time you bottom is actually fun. I mean, I know plenty of bottoms that understand it can be anywhere from, you know, incredible to just shy of some painful. I'm ready to beg you to stop. Same guy, different day. Yeah. And yet, when you, you know, when you are a bottom and you're committed to that, okay, great. But for somebody that's doing that for another person, what did that do to you? How did that make you feel about yourself? Um, I felt like I just, I, like, like I wasn't doing something, like I wasn't doing something right or like, uh, I don't, I, I mean, I've had, I've had multiple conversations like, Hey, like, you know, when am I going to get to, you know, actually, you know, top or, you know, do something that I want to do. And it like never, you but know, he, he would kind of let you believe that it would. 
Yeah. Like, uh, I remember, um, we, we kind of like came from a very like conservative household. So it's not like I had the opportunity, like I would never like really go to his house or he would go to my house. So we'd kind of like, you know, get a hotel room or something like that. Would, you know, like on, on a special occasion, like my birthday or his birthday. And he'd kind of like make me feel like I'm, Hey, this is going to happen. And like, we're going to do, you know, I'm going to get to do my thing, like what I want to do. And it's like right in the middle of it, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do that. He kind of like let me down in that very moment. He's like, "Well, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, that hurts." So, and and he gave was, it every excuse not to. But he was okay with that. It's like lead you on, yeah. You know, get you all excited, mm-hmm. and then no, yeah. you know, when the moment comes, no, not yeah. going to happen. Right. And there you are. Mm-hmm. And th- this this kind of thing had to happen more than once. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So what about him? What about you? What about that relationship that had you stick with it? Keep trying, even though at some very fundamental level, it wasn't right for you. You mm-hmm. weren't really happy. Well, I loved him. Yeah. I, I really loved him. We just weren't sexually compatible like that, I guess. Like he just did not want to. He just refused to um, give in to doing that. But you were willing to. But I was willing to. So you were willing. You were willing to do something he wasn't willing to do. Right. You were willing to give more. Mm-hmm. That a way to look at it. Yeah. Why not just go? Okay, we're two tops. Let's make an open relationship. It's not something that really crossed my mind because just because of the way I was raised and um, I hadn't really like we hadn't really talked to like I don't didn't really have any friends that in at least in my circle that. Um, we're in a open relationship. Like I, th- I think I kind of knew in the back of my head, but that's not something I never. Re- that's not something I ever really considered yeah. um, at the time, just because I didn't really have any um, examples to go by. You loved him. You tried. Mm-hmm. You were actually willing to do things that were between somewhere between physically uncomfortable to potentially painful for mm-hmm. you, just to be with him and help create his happiness. Mm-hmm. And it still wasn't enough. Sometimes love isn't enough. Right. So when did you reach the conclusion that this just couldn't be your life for the rest of your life? That pretending for him, pretending for yourself, that wasn't going to work. Uh, it was my birthday and we were going to do try the whole thing again. We were going to, you know, um, it had happened several times before, but this is kind of like, like, we, you know. He's promising that we're going to do this. Romantic. Like, it was really nice. You know, it was during the holidays because my birthdays were on the holidays. Um, And, uh, you know, we got a really, really nice hotel. And basically, it was just the same thing happened. We, we, you know, when it came down to it, we, you know, got undressed. And the same thing, you know, kind of happened. It's like he started complaining and like, hey, like, this is uncomfortable, you know, and all of that. And I kind of just remember like, well, it's been uncomfortable for me for the past two and a half years mm-hmm. and I've been doing this you know you know f- you know I don't like it and you know I just kind of remember being so upset that that just kind of ruined the mood and I just kind of laid back down and went to bed and kind of just that was like a, you know a week after that we kind of just I kind of just told him like hey this isn't just this is not going to work it's not going to work and I just remember ending it you know right after that so enough was enough yeah and when you ended it 
he understood why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. And how was he about that? Um, he kind of wanted to, like, make things work. Like, he kind of was, like, really upset and, like, wanted to, like... Why didn't you believe him? Sure. Why didn't you believe him? Well, because, like, he... It was kind of, like... This, I, I didn't believe him because he had so many chances prior to that. Like, he had so many chances to, you know, make it right. And, like, I just felt like I was being, there's the word, castlet. Like, it just every time, like, you know, I wanted to do it, it's like, no, no, no. So I'm like, this is just going to be the same thing. So, like, I don't think, I didn't think it was just worth kind of, you know, repairing that. Because it was just so many times, like, that I was just kind of, like, screwed over. Well, you know... People pretend all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like the beginning of dating processes that my pretend self is getting to know your pretend self. Yeah. At some point, maybe we get real with each other. But you were upfront about this. Mm -hmm. And yet, at some level, pretending it was okay, letting it happen. What do you want to say to young gay men, to people who are pretending about something in their life, in a relationship or in their friendships or with their family? What's the message for them? Um, it's not healthy to sacrifice your emotional well-being. You have to take care of you. Because that will take a toll on you mentally. Your mental health is really important. And you have to be, you ultimately have to be happy. Can you pretend to be something and make love work? No. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Yeah. Thank you. That, that can't be the most fun story to tell. No, absolutely no. not. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm sure, no, I think back on my life to the times that I have pretended and the, sometimes it took me a lot longer than you to figure it out. <laughs> and it, yeah, it could be hard. Loving somebody so much that you're willing to try. Mm. You had a lot of courage. Thank you. And we need to help other people find that kind of courage so that they can live authentically and build relationships where they thrive. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Gays Talking Straight. Special thanks to our guest, Carlos Carvalho. You can find our videos at www.youtube.com slash Straight. That's S-T-R number eight. Gays Talking Straight is recorded at Timaqua in Orlando, Florida www.timacua.com, Timaqua, where they've been making art since 2000. Our executive producer is Judy Wallace, directed by Raphael Pagnon. Video and audio by Benoit Glazer, who also wrote and performed our theme music. Our social media manager is Nathaniel Butler. Sabah O is our researcher and floor manager. I'm your host, Richard Lamberti. Thank you for being a part of Gays Talking Straight.